It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Monday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Carson Crouch, and we're grinding it out here on a Monday edition. Uh, Carson, welcome in. Long weekend, yeah. uh, but man, what a start it was Friday night. Oh yeah, fun, fun, fun. That's all I can say, wild and fun, but what a night, <laughs> in one word. Carson Crouch, if uh, if you didn't know, you're about to. Uh, he is our social media guy for Rebel Radio in the student section. He is from the uh, in the trenches, if you will. I am. Uh, yeah. And and I'll tell you, Friday night it was it was pretty live. It uh, it was it was top to bottom, uh, fairly distanced, roughly. Uh, well, Maybe you can't not. you can't do fairly distance mm-hmm. at that point. You know they sold too many tickets for too many stickers, so. But uh, but but Carson, what a, what a game uh, for for your senior yeah. season uh, for one, and then two, uh, it was just a game, man. It was oh, yeah. it was one of those uh, Jude, Chris, and I were in the booth, and we were we were talking about, wow, this this thing is like just continuing to build and build right. and build. And pregame, the the nine eleven remembrance that was awesome. I thought Maryville High School did a great job of that awesome job i mean it was it was something that was like you know it took it you took very seriously mm. and then it got right into the game and it was ready to go i tell you i um i'll kind of dub over uh larry hedrick's tweet last night uh when the band played taps it was it was pretty emotional because everybody yeah. stood up and you know as much as as people and and society have changed and and the respect factor for for first responders and and law enforcement has kind of went away in a lot of different communities. This one's not one of them. No, and you, uh, you have to stand for this because this is people that have passed away in nine eleven. You know, yeah. but I I appreciated the, the 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 I guess the just the I don't know the reverence yeah. that that was shown there Friday night because it was bigger than, than than the game that was about to happen. But but as the game did kick off. Um, and of course, we're talking about Maryville Alcoa. Uh, that was the Friday night, probably spotlight in the in the community in in the area, East Tennessee, et cetera. Um, as the game kicked off, uh, you, you saw a notable difference, Carson. And and you know, I know you're a Maryville High School student, and and I know that you're biased, and that and I'm biased too. But I will say this: I will say this. Alcoa came out, and they were really big. Mm-hmm. I mean, you looked across there, and I went. I don't think it's the same crew I saw a year ago over at their place. No, Isaiah Cox was huge. Oh yeah, uh, you know Ahmad Sankey had put a little size on. Uh, Lunsford didn't didn't look like the uh, uh, what was it Sam Vaughton? Uh, he didn't have the size and the length that right. Sam Vaughton had. But again, he was a he's a young player. Yeah. Um, but they just had pieces. They had a lot of things going. They had Braden Anderson, mm-hmm. which a former Former Rebel, Ahmad Sankey, former, former Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. Uh, 
so there was a lot on the line there last night. They their last time that they had come to to Maryville High School, they had gotten the the win. Uh, so I think Alcoa came in with a lot of. Uh, a lot of confidence, as they should. Yeah, they I do. mean, they hadn't allowed an offensive touchdown. I mean, I think when that's no. that's the case, that's pretty nuts. Right, and it went, when it was 9-0 at halftime, I mean, then it was like, oh, yeah, they're real. <laughs> and, and so both teams come out. You speak about, you know, 9-0 at the half, but how it got there was both teams come out and go three and out. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. this thing could take a minute. Yeah, this and, could be and, a long. And my game. prediction: it, I was a low-scoring game. I mean, I really thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. So, well, I think I think everybody around knew that both defenses were going to be right. a little stingy. I mean, I think everybody leaned their way uh, towards Alcoa. I mean, Jesse Smithy picked Alcoa, uh, of course, on our preview show Thursday night. Uh, Heath and Marty picked Alcoa. Jude and I picked Maryville. We were one of the seven people in the world. Uh, but I'll say this. I'll say this, uh, you can't underestimate heart, you can't underestimate consistency, and uh, I'll be honest, you can't underestimate Coach Hunt's halftime adjustments. Coach Coach Hunt, Coach White, Derek, you know, all the all the Coach Whites all that, are, coach on, Whites, that yeah. are on the team, um, they just, they made adjustments defensively, uh, and then Coach Mike White made some adjustments offensively that really uh, flipped a switch. Uh, and you know, I, I think nine to nothing at half is where we ended up. And, and honestly, could have been nine to three. Uh, I think that at the end of the first half, there was an opportunity uh, for Carson Jones to throw it away, let Corbin Price come out, try to tee one up, and uh, and he just loses track of how much time's left on the clock. He kind of throws it away late, and uh, and clock hits triple zeros. But at that time, I. I still thought driving the field right before halftime, getting the ball back to start the second half, uh, the momentum going to half was still with the Rebels. Uh, yeah. I, and and maybe maybe I had red colored glasses, but uh, I, I thought going into the first half nine to nothing, you had to be as optimistic as you could, being that you hadn't scored yet. Mm-hmm. The fact that you had driven the field on them, right? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it was like right as that happened the. You know, all the Marvel suits were looking up at us, and we were giving them everybody in the stands. Not just the student section, we're just clapping for them. And you know, you don't see that a lot, especially when a team's down nine nothing, shut out in the first half. Um, you don't see, you know, your own fans clapping and having a standing ovation, but we did. And in my opinion, I really, I really trusted that coaching staff, like you said, Coach Hunt and um, Coach White, and all the other coaches that are on that team had made every bit of the difference and um, really, really got where um, we were just absolutely running. Well, and, you know, credit Alcoa. I mean, it wasn't 9 to nothing because Maryville was just that bad in the no. first half. It was because Alcoa was just that good. Greg Carroll in that defense, I mean, those guys were coming after. They were coming after Carson. They, they were really – they were sold out to start Parker McGill. They wouldn't allow plays to develop. They didn't give a ton of time in the backfield. Uh, so give give a lot of credit to to Alcoa's defense, but uh, I think the the play of the game and and people are sitting here going, is he really going there? The play of the game may be him letting the clock run out. Yeah, because I think if if Maryville scores there, the halftime speech on the Alcoa side of things is a lot more aggressive. I think the the keep the foot on the gas speech is a little more aggressive. Yeah, and I think they come out a little hotter. But right. I think. Maryville drove the entire field. I, I'm I'm flipping the coin, right? Alcoa's sitting here going, they drove the entire field and still didn't get any points. It's nine to nothing and a half. 
Uh, this is the second 6A team we've played. We know how this second half is going to go. We're going to we're going to wear them down, Scott. and we're going to score a few more times. Right. No, that didn't happen. No, it didn't. And yeah, it's... And, and and to be to give Maryville credit, Alcoa went away from what got them there. Right. Now you, I was so yeah. surprised I didn't see them just literally run, run, run. Run and now give credit to Lou Birchfield and those boys right. for getting in the backfield and just getting after them. But uh, but still, I thought I thought Alcoa uh, got away from what got them there. Yeah, it was still a little slow just starting off the second half, but then it was like, yeah, well, here we go. We're starting to get into it. And you know, before this season even started, we didn't know if Carson Jones was going to be a runner. I mean, we really didn't. And he was he was that guy. We were like, well, you know, he's brand new to the system, um, first year starter. He's a big old boy. Um, I, we just don't know if he can run. And this dude, when he runs, he's a running back. He's a lot bigger in person. Did you see the picture I put yeah, on where yeah. he was in the in the press box? He came up there, and I went, "Yeah, that's he's number five, but he looks a lot bigger." Oh, up he's there. a big boy, and that's why he was shoving linebackers off of him. <laughs> but but in the second half, I think I think Carson Jones literally. He probably got a pretty heavy talking to. We tried to talk him, talk to him, but I, yeah, again, in, in typical and, and great Maryville fashion, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. Yeah. And and you know he gets a talking to at half. I, I think it was a really, it's a transitional time. You're a starter now for the Maryville Red Rebels, and you've got to you've got to take that that step. And so he came in the second half. They uh, they knew that they were keying on Parker, so that wasn't going to be as much of an option, just a, a clock management option. So you had to use him as a decoy, kind of play action, and then keep it yourself. And, and he did that several times in the second half, 11 carries uh, for Carson all game, 43 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Not a ton of yardage, but that one, uh, I think he had a 29-yard scamper and like an 11-yard scamper, and, and, and both of those – I mean, he just punished people. Yeah, and that's what that's what gets your crowd or gets the crowd revved up, but also gets your teammates like, if this cat's willing to take that kind of beating, we better be willing to work too. Oh yeah, and we did. And I think credit that offensive line. You know, un- too many times maybe it's tough to give a-, a player of the game to one offensive lineman. I think you want to give it to the whole group, uh, but they. They stepped up too. They they started separating some things. They started pushing Gray Carroll out of the mix. Uh, I know one time uh, he and uh, I can't remember who it was. I don't know him and one of those uh, maybe it been Keyshawn Harper. Okay. They kind of met in the hole, and I was like, oh, because neither one of them. I mean, it was Eric Berry, Tim right. Tebow all over again. Neither one of them wanted to go anywhere. Right. And so, uh, give a credit to the those that opened the holes for Carson Jones, but still. Uh, Carson Jones willing to tuck it and go and did a great job of kind of man-childing the second half and and leading his football team. That's the thing. That's the thing. In a lot of cases, you know, a defense holds Alcoa scoreless. Maybe maybe they're the uptick. Maybe they're the the ones that holds this thing together. But I'm telling you what, a defense that hadn't allowed an offensive score all season and they gave up two and one half to one guy – I think you got to speak to that guy. That, that oh, yeah. guy's pretty dynamic. And like I said, we didn't know he was going to be a runner. He scores two touchdowns. Well, and I think, you know, Cade Chambers a year ago, uh, with the shoulder issues and different things, he was he was more elusive, mm-hmm. but he'd get down. Right. And and I think Coach Hunt, long term, uh, he'll want Carson to get down as well. Oh, yeah, uh, he do. is. But uh, <laughs> but at that point, it's 6 a.m., right, yeah. Carson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at that, at that point, 
Um, second half, you're just you're just trying to win. Alcoa, you're just trying to win. You take you take Carson Jones. You just do whatever you can. Just scrambled and <laughs> it, they realized, you know, that first hit, it was like boom, bounced off. It's like dang, this kid's big. But now, uh, talk about both teams had a fourth and one that didn't necessarily go their way uh, in this matchup. Maryville's earlier uh, kind of first half that. Uh, that really just added some momentum at the time to Alcoa's list. But late in the football game, uh, Alcoa needs needs a yard. Right, They're right there. They're going right to left, going toward the high school. And uh, I'm I'm like, we haven't stopped them for a yard all day. But, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful because we knew what was coming. They were going to go off tackle just quick, right up the gut. And Hagen Webb, you talk about a dude. Mm-hmm. Full on hit. <laughs> Met him in the hole. Oh yeah. And he I, read that too. I was watching him the whole time because I saw him sneak around, and you know he was that you know he was that extra guy came around. Boom. Met him right there at the hole, like you said, and that that got us real real hyped right there. And, and I think that changed the momentum for for not only the rest of the game because ultimately, but I think that changed the dynamic on on Alcoa's sideline. It did. I think they they understood the mortality that they had because up through three games, uh, they it hadn't been close. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, I talked about last week how I thought the best thing that happened to Maryville was the adversity uh, that had kind of shown itself uh, the previous week uh, against Cleveland. Uh, seeing a big running back like Tito Boyd, Tito Boyd helped them take care of Ahmad Sankey. Right. People people may not, may not have put that together, but uh, to me – when you play tough opponents, you're ready for tough opponents. Mm-hmm. When you play cupcakes, you're not. I mean, you 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 start reading your own paper clippings, things like that. And I'm not saying Alcoa did that, but I'm just saying when you're when you're up 35 points in the second quarter, most games, it's hard to really play a four quarter game. Yeah. And and, and Maryville had to do that. Had to go into at least the third quarter pretty strong uh, against Cleveland, and then and then was ready and and honestly in better condition, I thought, than Alcoa. Uh, they they were not uh, hands on the hips in the third quarter. Alcoa was. They had they had exhausted a lot of energy early, and uh, and Maryville gets the job done. So again, uh, congratulations to Maryville High School. They are now sixty six winners, sixty six wins in the series, twenty three losses and three ties, and uh, and we move on. Uh, Maryville is now three and zero, and Alcoa is three and one. And from this point on. I hope Alcoa wins the rest of them. I yeah. hope they blow everybody else out and go to they, state and win it. They will. I mean, they they do play a um, a good team in Kingsport, Dobbins Bennett. Um, so that'll be a good game to see Alcoa play them. You ever been up there like lately? No, I haven't. So I went up there in high school, mm-hmm. and it was nice. I mean, it's Kingsport. Their their baseball stadium is connected to their football stadium. Right. It's like one big thing. I heard about that. And it was grass when I was in high school. I mean, that's going to be a thing at some point. It was grass. They used to have real grass. Now it's turf. It's but nice, uh, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. I'll show you pictures at the break. Uh, they have a second decker on the homestand. Really? Yeah. Now that's that's something else. And the press box too is two levels. They have an elevator. That's what I heard. No okay. music, no music in the elevator. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> so but it's just, it's just. Uh, no, you hear the. Uh, uh, no, the they've had an elevator for a long time. It creaks yeah, so and it's goes on. Old, yeah, but uh, but no, it's it's fantastic. They had like in their press box food, which COVID changes everything. They may not be doing that now. They had nine different restaurants. 
Okay, yeah, that's a little that's a little too far. Like I'm like, oh man, this is a great spread. There's they said you go upstairs and get some food up there, and I went, what? I went up there. It was all different. Wow. I went, okay. Checkmate. Yeah, this is something else. You're check, flexing too much. Yeah, checkmate. Yeah, settle down, big guy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'll show you pictures at the half. But Kingsport Dobbins Men, it's a great place to go see a ball game. But their team, uh, I think Alcoa, and just like I said with, with Maryville playing Cleveland, I think Alcoa playing Maryville, had they won, it's same same goes. But playing Maryville is going to get them prepared to do oh, some yeah. things down the stretch. They're, they're going to go play the rest of their conference schedule and blow those guys out. I mean, oh, yeah. it's it's not going to be close. And, and then they're going to go play DB, and DB will not have the consistency, the fundamentals that Maryville had, and they'll be able to, to have their right. way. I think Ahmad Sankey, uh, I mean, he'll he'll have to stop running. Dobbins Bennett won't stop him. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, you you look at this game, and a lot of people are going to look, oh, Alcoa, you know, 3A, they're not that good. This team is good. No. This team's got 91 players. They got um, consistency on both the offensive defensive side, and like we saw Friday, I mean, it took a lot out of Maryville to come out second half and beat them. I well, mean, a and here's lot. And here's the thing. You play that game ten times. Uh, I, I don't know how many Alcoa how get, many, but they're going to yeah. get. They're going to get a couple. It, it, yeah, it's sure. it's going to be six for one team, four for another. It, yeah, it's going to be really tight. And right. and so I, you know, hats off to both teams. Hats off to both coaches. But uh, again, the Red Rebels uh, push through. They get the victory, and uh, and I think a lot of people grew out of this. You know, uh, and I talked to Carson Jones post game about that. I said it's stepping out of the shadows. You know, first time starting in this game, first time playing in this game. Because Kate Chambers played the whole game a year ago because of the way the game was being played, but uh, he stepped out of the shadows. A lot of guys stepped out of the shadows. Guys like Travis Reed or Thomas Fry. Oh, those man. are guys that I continue to just yeah. go to because they waited their shot. They're a senior and they're making the most of it. We literally we got a new nickname for Thomas Fry. Do you know that? And what if you it? see him in the hallway, you can use it, Fry Daddy. Fry Daddy. Because he is flat. Just he will he'll put him in the fryer. Oh. He's great. I'm telling you, though, Travis impresses me, man. He really does. And that's something I'll talk to you about the break. But, man, he well, he's is, fundamental. He, he is so – he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. He really is. Like, if I watched him all all game. Hey, he's not week, uh, week three Rebel Radio player of the game for nothing. <laughs> he has earned that. He sure has, yeah. But, uh, but other games did happen Friday night. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about those here in just a second. Tw- L- Elizabethan played Daniel Boone. Uh, defending state champion Elizabethan went to Daniel Boone. And I- I- I'll be honest, I'll pick the Cyclones until-, until they lose. And I did so this past Friday night. They squeak out a 23-21 win at Daniel Boone. I'm like, who? Either Booney's a little bit better than I'm giving them credit for, or Elizabethan kind of slept on them. But nonetheless, they improved to three and zero. Daniel Boone falls to one and three. Knox Webb heads to David Crockett, and they leave with a loss. Knox Webb falls to two and two after a thirty-one to seven defeat at the hands of David Crockett. Uh, Science Hill uh, thumps Greenville forty-five to twenty-five. This is a reality check for that Greenville program. Yeah. They're one and two. Oh. I don't think at that point in the in the Kane uh, Kane Ballard era, their former head coach, right. who who Cade Ballard went to Army, he's playing yeah. in Army now. Cade stepped down, or Kane stepped down to go be able to watch his son play, and they've now went through. This is their second head coach since he's left, and they've probably lost as many games in the two years that he's been gone 
as the 10 he was there. Oh, now that that's tough. That's a tough. And that's that's yeah. maybe a stretch, but at the same rate, it's not the same Greenville team you're used to seeing. They're used to being giant killers and going and beating Science Hill, beating Dobbins Bennett, and it just didn't happen. Science Hill put the word out. 45-25, to 25, the Hilltoppers get to 3-1, and one, and then the Green Devils fall to 1-2. and two. Unicoi County, Happy Valley. Uh, Unicoi County now 2-2 two and two after a 31-14 win there. Knox West blanks Jefferson County 42 to nothing. Jefferson County falls to 0-4. Oh Knox my. West is now 4-0. Lamar Brown uh, has got those West Rebels yeah. uh, rolling. And uh, Jefferson County, the Spencer Riley-led uh, Patriots of Jefferson County, that's his alma mater. Uh, they're 0-4 on the season start. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, you know, Spencer sad. Riley was on the '98 national championship team, right? I heard about that. He was, and he's a great guy. I, I hope for the best for him. Uh, it's just he's in a, he's in a tough situation. Plays a lot of tough games. Uh, Cherokee Morristown West Morristown West now two and zero. They blank Cherokee thirty five to nothing. Uh, Pigeon Forge uh, gets a double overtime win over Sullivan Central thirty six to twenty eight. Volunteer beats Sullivan East fifty five to thirteen. Uh, moving on along, uh, Bearden uh, falls to Bradley Central, thirty-five to twenty. This this game shocked me. Not that that Bradley Central won. That's who I would have picked if if anybody would have asked. But that twenty points, it was a fifteen-point differential. I would have thought mm-hmm. the Bears would have had a running second half clock. Oh yeah. yeah so I've... is that credit to to Bearden or is that Bradley was sleepwalking? Hard to say. It is. It's hard to say because really, I don't. I, I really don't know about Bearden right now, to be honest. I well, mean, I think when you when you start oh and when you when you don't play your first two weeks, you have to postpone and cancel some games. There's a little bit of psychological lapse, right? That's going to happen. You, you're able to practice, but there's a reason why you're not playing because uh, there's a lot of people on protocol. So right. uh, I think they're getting going. They're they're kind of getting the motor running. And Coach Chin Lever, former Rebel, uh, Maryville Rebel. I think he's going to have the boys ready to play. We got to come, you know. Maryville's going to come in this week. Got to go to their place, uh, and, and so uh, I think that's their first home game. I think it's their first home game oh. of the season. So a uh, nice way to open it up. But uh, Bradley gets the best of them this past Friday night, thirty-five to twenty. Bradley Central now three and one on the season. Bearden starts zero and two. Cleveland gets back on the winning ways as they defeat Saudi Daisy forty-one to fourteen. The Cleveland Blue Raiders are now two and two. Saudi Daisy falls to one and three. GP Gatlinburg Pittman, the Highlanders knock off Cock County twenty nine to seven. Gibbs defeats Morristown East thirty nine to fourteen. Knox Central defeats Hardin Valley fifty three to twenty one. That's a machine. Like Knox Central, the Bobcats, uh, they're 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 an unsung uh, top five team in this area. Oh wow! I mean, no no joke. What's the record? Four zero. Yeah, that that's, that's back a good to back state champions. They had never won one until two years ago. So then they, yeah, here's a dynasty starting. Well, and, and the coach moved on, so this is a, a new guy. So oh wow, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive there. Uh, we talked about Maryville Alcoa, uh, Northview Academy defeats Oliver Springs twelve to six. McMinn County fifty six to fourteen winners over Ultawa. Uh, McMinn County now three and zero. Udawa now two and two. Granger County defeats Scott County twenty four to nothing. Uh, Greenback falls to Oneida twenty one to seven. Greenback has now fallen to one and three. Uh, Anderson County falls to South Doyle twenty two twenty one in kind of shock fashion. 
Uh, Campbell County defeats Seymour 34-12. Trying to get down here and get some uh, some uh, other scores. but uh, And then the Battle of the Bell, of course, was Thursday night. Uh, William Blunt 29, uh, Heritage 22. We, right we talked Friday. A heartbreaker for Heritage, but, oh, but, yeah. uh, but nonetheless, that's why that's a rivalry game because things happen like that. But, what a uh, season that could have been. Well, and, and the thing is, they're still playing tough football. Oh, they I mean, are. I mean, they're competing like this year. I mean, this is a really good year for them, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, the last couple of years they had scored 20 points, period. But oh, yeah. let's get to a break. Listen to these fine sponsors, but you're listening to a packed Monday edition right here on the grind. We'll be back in just a minute. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. A public service announcement from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Please complete the 2020 census. We ask you and your family and friends to do the same by September 30th. Blunt County has a 70.2% response rate that's below the response rate in 2010. Process is simple, can be completed online at my2020census.gov. 12 easy questions, no citizenship questions. The census helps determine congressional representation, inform hundreds of billions in federal funding every year, and provides data that will impact communities for the next decade. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blunt County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. 
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out right here on a Monday edition. Carson, the the biggest grind part about today is is what do you talk about and what do you don't. Yeah. Because, man, the weekend had everything. Oh, yeah. Every sport you can think of almost. So we are going to give an, an, an honest attempt to get it all in there. We're going to jump a little NBA right now. It'll be a quick quick kind of segment because there's really there's a lot of idle teams right now kind of mm-hmm. waiting on who their opponent is. Uh, but there was one game uh, last night. The Nuggets knock off the Clippers to take that thing three all to force a game seven. Oh, yeah. Um, the Nuggets beat the Jazz. They were down 3-1 to come back. They were down to the Clippers 3-1 and come back. This would be the first time ever if they win this game to come back two three ones back-to-back. Well, I, I would argue if they get 3-1 here, they won't get 3-1. They won't come back from 3-1 no. the next time. Uh, they're playing the Lakers, so I really highly doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that good. Uh, yeah, I think the one part is probably the higher risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> them getting to one can they but, get to one now yeah. but i'll say this you know you, you continue to battle you get you get some opportunities and and they didn't they didn't squeak out a win against the clippers last night uh they defeated them 111 to 98 uh, and really held uh i mean held guys in check i mean jokic is kind of the leader for denver right now 34 points 14 rebounds seven assists but you look at murray i mean he's just they're having a put so much defense over there on him i think it's letting everybody else be big time scores yeah like you said jokic uh they're they're on murray and they're guarding murray because right now he's playing insane and then you have jokic 
Joker. I'm going to call him the Joker because that's what most people call him. And he's shooting lights out, and he's a big old guy too, so it's hard to guard him. So, yeah, it's going to be a matchup. Uh, if they if they end up winning and beat the Lakers, it's going to be a matchup, him and Anthony Davis, and we're ex- I'm excited to see that. But, honestly, I think the Clippers are going to come out on top here. I just think I just think they can't lose that. I just don't know. I don't know. I can have a hard time seeing them lose that. Is Los Angeles not like wanting – like that would be the biggest sweepstakes win for the city of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you, you know, you thought Kawhi was going to go play with the Lakers, and that was going to be huge in its own right. Mm-hmm. But he decides to go be the face of the Clippers, you know, be the, the head guy. Then they get Paul George, and then, you know, they get all these different pieces. And then there's a chance they could both run into each other in the Western Conference. Right probably going to happen uh but friday night the the way they got to a game six uh was uh the nuggets defeats the clippers on friday night 111 105 they continue to score 111 in their next matchup but friday night the celtics finally close out the raptors uh 92 87 that was a scary game grant williams had the opportunity uh late in that he played a lot of minutes there as uh their big uh what is it tice or whatever uh, oh you know what i'm talking about yeah, their big guy uh, here, it's that's n- his name though. Yeah, what's his name? Anyway, their big their big man fouled out. Is what yeah. happened, and so Grant had to play some big minutes. And I I really I I appreciate that he got uh, those those minutes for for the Celtics because really mm-hmm. it's it's Thice 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 Thice. What's his first name? It's D period. I'm just kidding. Oh. That's what the that's what the box score has on it. Daniel, Daniel. that's right. Yeah, six eight two forty five, and so they in in uh, insert Grant Williams, a big six six point two. Yeah, he's uh, but he plays big. He plays yeah, he big. Does. Had some nice rebounds. He kind of de- you know deflected some balls out to get other guys opportunities to get second chance points, but. He has an opportunity to spread this thing to four points with two free throws, and and the nerves got him. The nerves got him, and and you know, give him give him all the credit. He plays strong minutes. Maybe he's a little tired, but he pushes them hard, uh, misses both of them. Uh, but but guys clean him up, and he continues to play very hard. But uh, Celtics get the victory over the Raptors, ninety two eighty seven, and they move on to take on the Heat, Jimmy Butler's crew, uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, and and I think that's probably the best two matchups, honestly. Toronto's a good team, and and I like Kyle Lowry. But I think when you look at that depth, well, depth, and then just how they're coached and mm-hmm. how systematic Brad Stevens is, I, I like the Celtics moving on. Yeah, um, it's it was something that I was like, yeah, you know, the the Raptors are trying to prove they do not need Kawhi Leonard. They're trying to prove this team is meshed together, and like you said, Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam, that they're good players, but. They're not good enough. Even like, if they were to win, I don't think they beat the Heat. If you keep going, I was like, does he need, like, medicine? He's, like, yakking over here. I'm just getting <laughs> – he's, like, Van Vliet, the names, man. Siakam, Van yeah. Vliet, yeah. Yeah, I was like, he's a – he needs, a like, a throat loss or something. <laughs> Some wild names. Uh. But, uh, absolutely. Well, and that's that's the NBA, man. International players, they, they make the league right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do. But uh, then Saturday, uh, probably a day you don't want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers topped the Rockets um, in, in Game Five to to move on four to one. I'll be honest, I I watched most of this game. Rockets just looked tired. Russell is not playing good. I'm telling you, and I really thought we were going to come out and win. 
And Mike D'Antoni said yesterday he's not coming back. So, so that's that's huge, right? Man, it, this is rough. Is that Billy Donovan? Yeah, because then you go get Billy Donovan. Uh, I don't know, man. Because now I'm thinking you sit there and you're like, well, now we have to buy a coach, and we needed another player, you know. And it's like cap room, cap room, cap room. And I'm and really it was something that we dec- we declined or we offered D'Antoni in the middle of the season to come back for an extension, and he declined it. And then later it started getting kind of where we were playing iffy, you know, and we didn't offer him another extension then because he said he was, you know, thinking about it and nobody really knew, and I really don't think we wanted him. I really don't think so. I think a good move is to go get Billy Donovan. I do too. And uh, you know you know, D'Antoni got fired from the Knicks. And we picked him up. Yeah. Well, D'Antonio, he kind of bounced around a little bit. He he years. had. And, you know, then he kind of made a little bit of name for himself because it kind of started winning. And then we got to the Western Conference Finals, but we can never win. So Got to get a winner. Got to yeah. get a winner. Billy. But Billy. Billy Donovan's available. He sure is. Uh, part what What is he? He is a uh, – he kind of split coach of the year with uh, – It was uh, the Raptors coach. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Um. Nick Curse. Nick Curse. Nurse. Nurse. Nick. Like like the doctor's office lady. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Double N. Yeah. Double N. But LeBron, the Lakers move on to face either the Clippers or the Nuggets. The Nuggets want to make their their opportunities felt, but uh, Lakers nonetheless. Now that it's forced a game seven, the Lakers are literally going to have about a seven, another seven eight game or seven eight day waiting period again. Well, I think for for the age of LeBron and the the size of Anthony Davis, you let those guys rest and it's going to be a long series for you. Yeah, I mean those like, it worked out for them versus the Rockets. I'm just being honest, so it, it'll probably work out again. <laughs> so there's five teams remaining, and we'll kind of get on with college football. But there's five teams remaining: Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets out of the Western mm-hmm. Conference, Heat, Celtics. Celtics in the Eastern Conference. Does either one of the Eastern Conference teams have anything for the three Western Conference teams? No. There's no way one of those teams wins the, or the NBA championship. Is there any way that the um, Nuggets come out of the West? I think the Nuggets have a chance of come beating the Clippers, I do. Um, but do I, I, I don't even know if they'll get one game versus the Lakers, to be honest. If you can beat the Rockets, James Harden and Russell Westbrook and those shooters, like – Shooters, I'm talking they were down 25 and were able to squeeze it almost to where they won. Mm. If you can beat them 4-1. Pretty good. And, you know, the Nuggets, they were underrated. They were down 3-1 to the Jazz, and they came back. They're down 3-1 to the Clippers, and they've come back. But I think the Clippers are coming out. I think they are. Do you think the Nuggets have the worst jerseys remaining in the playoffs? They got some whack jerseys that will be. They're a little wild. I'll be honest. I like their little logo with the picks and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's cool. But some of them, I'm just like, there's a reason. Like, throwback Thursday is a thing. They're real bright. But, but really just, wow. There's yeah. a lot to them. Anyway. I agree. I digress. But anyway, as 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 basketball will continue to play, uh, I think I think if I have to say, I think you're right. The Clippers are going to get it done and get that game seven taken care of. But I think it's I think it's a collision course Lakers Celtics, a little throwback style. I I could see that happening. Do you think that do, do you, you think the Clippers beat the Lakers? No. I don't either. No. No, I think they might I think they get two wins if they play them though. No, I drink the Kool Aid. LeBron's gonna win. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm a Kool-Aid guy. But anyway, uh, college football was back on the docket. Some would argue that. Uh, you know, I saw so many memes this weekend that's like, they say college football's back, but the SEC doesn't start for two weeks. But anyway, uh, as you look at it, uh, the games actually started Thursday. Miami, UAB hit the, hit the field. Uh, Miami beats UAB 31-14. Kind of a, I don't want to say lackluster, but it was a little, eh, it was football, but it is what it is. But Saturday, I thought there was some pretty good – you got to watch some pretty good football. Uh, Clemson-Wake Forest wasn't very good. I thought Wake Forest got after Trevor Lawrence a little bit. But nonetheless, the Clemson and the uh, the, the fair-haired golden lock guy uh, took care of business 37-13. to Oklahoma uh, blanked Missouri State 48 to nothing. Uh, and really, uh, what's it? Spencer, Spencer Rattler. I'm telling you, you put me down, write it down. He, he's the next one. He's the next one up. Well, I mean, you're not going out on a limb. Like, Lincoln Riley has developed how many quarterbacks? Like, uh, this is going to be one of the first ones that actually maybe has a second year starting. I knew I, when he was redshirted. He was redshirted last year. I knew when he was redshirted he was going to be the one this year. I'm telling you. Look at his stats, man. I'm going to tell you. They have a they have a quarterback named Spencer Rattler and a, and a receiver named Charleston Rambo, mm-hmm. like it doesn't get any more electric than that. That's, no, that's pretty cool names. But uh, Notre Dame, Duke, the Irish squeak out their first ACC victory, twenty-seven to thirteen, after they defeat Duke. That's um, right. They're playing in the ACC. Yeah, I don't know that I'm like, ooh, like that doesn't. Shock they should me. be there though. Yeah, that's they're number they ten be. team in the country. They should uh, they should have won by more. So uh, that's just my opinion. Sam Ellinger, uh, Texas quarterback, fifty-nine to three. They score. 45 first half points they just put it on cruise control wow. in the second half against utep and uh and really just got off to a strong start uh in the season syracuse falls to north carolina mac brown's boys uh putting on a show 21 fourth quarter points really blew this one out uh going into the fourth it was 10 to 6 so sam howell and the quarterback uh for mac brown's uh tar heels uh got it done but uh uh, Iowa State falls to Louisiana. Uh, not a good look for for the Big Twelve team, uh, thirty one to fourteen. They, oh, no. I think if you ever lose to a team called the Raging Cajuns, uh, it's it's <laughs> oh, not a good look no. for you. And they were ranked too. Well, I think all the Power Five. No, Iowa, St- Iowa State was ranked. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They were twenty three. Yeah. And now guess who's ranked? Louisiana is. Oh, Imagine yeah. losing to Louisiana. Yeah, well, they'll let you know. You may not be able to understand it, but they'll let you know nonetheless. Uh, Appalachian State defeats Charlotte, thirty-five uh, to twenty. Uh, the Forty ers got a new logo. That's kind of cool. Uh, West Virginia beats Eastern Kentucky, fifty-six to ten. Kansas State gets beat by Arkansas State. There's another one that the Big Twelve is not real happy about. Uh, Army defeats Louisiana Monroe. Uh, UT San Antonio, the the uh, I believe the Roadrunners defeat Texas State. Georgia Tech beats Florida State. Uh, <laughs> that's one that that it's comical to me, just because Florida State is you know they they still and and maybe they say the same thing on Florida stations about Tennessee, right. but they live in those those Bobby Bowden years, and uh, they they've got Mike Norvell up there now, and oh man, he's the and they even had this whole deal during the game how he's going to turn the tide and the culture's different. Yeah, turn the tide and lose to Georgia Tech with a freshman QB. Yeah, and Georgia Tech uh, coming out of a triple option offense trying to be a pro-style team. 
Yeah, Jeff Sims takes them to school, 277 and a touchdown. And you know, that that's a real thing. They're actually going out of that triple option. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they changed coaches. Jeff Collins is having to really re, revamp a lot of things for Georgia I, I, th- I thought they should have for a long time anyways. Well, it's, it's a hard thing to keep. It's hard to recruit to. But uh, Louisville beats Western Kentucky 35-21. to uh, Texas Tech beats Houston Baptist 35-33. to Wow. Got a good one there. Uh, Coastal Carolina uh, defeats Kent. Yeah, Coastal Carolina defeats Kansas. That's three Big 12 losses in week number one, 38 to 23. You remember Coastal Carolina? Do you remember the We Need More Dogs mm-hmm. video? Mm-hmm. If you have, have you seen that video? No, I haven't. But You're I've going to it. at the break. You're going to watch it at the break. Yeah, the Coastal Carolina, that was their infamous moment. Their baseball team won a national championship. How did they beat though. Kansas? Uh, looks like 14 in the first quarter, 14 in the second quarter, and 10 in the fourth quarter. You know, Kansas really had a good year last year, to be honest, with Les Miles. Yeah. Did, they didn't have a bad year. Well, that's uh, that's Les Miles. I mean, it's helter-skelter, and we find out uh, really what, what's that's happening. That's embarrassing. Pittsburgh defeats Austin P 55-0 uh, to, to finish out what was a crazy week one. There was some postponements, SMU-TCU, La Tech-Baylor, Marshall, East Carolina, and Florida International UCF all postponed uh, due to different different reasonings. But uh, again, week one in the books. We've, we're about, I want to say, about twelve days till it's football time in Tennessee. We're going to take a break, uh, listen to these great sponsors. But when we come back, we're going to try to squeeze in NFL and a touch of countdown. We'll do do so That's on the good. flip side of the break. You're listening to the Grind 100.9 FM, 8:50 AM, and streaming at wkvl.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at Common sensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7:30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. 
They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. The Tennessee Secretary of State encourages Tennesseans to serve as poll officials for the November 3rd state and federal general election. Most Tennesseans are eligible to work as poll officials regardless of political affiliation. For the latest information on the November 3rd election, call area code 615-253-2668. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online thegrindonsports.com that's thegrindonsports.com this is a public service announcement from your friends at blunt broadcasting corporation and the Knox Area Rescue Ministries. You can double the impact of your donations now. When you donate to Carm Stores, you'll receive an option to designate a partner. Partners will have the option to be part of the Carm Stores Corners of Your Field program. Corners of Your Field is a partnership between local churches and Knox Area Rescue Ministry stores. The stores will return a portion of the value of your donated items to your partner in the form of gift cards. This means that it will allow your church to receive gift cards that they can use at CARM stores to help people that they encounter who are in need. By simply selecting a partner, you'll double your impact by supporting Knox Area Rescue Ministries and enable your designated partner to help others also. If you'd like to find out further details, you can visit CARM stores on the web at carmstores.com. That again is carmstores.com. This has been a public service announcement from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation and Knox Area Rescue Ministries. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on the Monday edition. Carson, at the break, we had to we had to make a decision. Yep. Countdown might have to wait. Yeah, it probably does. We'll do it tomorrow. Well, yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. You can call in. You're more than welcome. 
All right. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, NFL kicked off yesterday, and I'll tell you, uh, and this is a shameless plug, and I get paid nothing for this unless they want to. Uh, I have YouTube TV. Like, I don't know what service you have, but I have YouTube TV. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, they gave us Red Zone, NFL Red Zone, free yesterday. You ever had NFL Red Zone? No, I haven't. You know, but you I know, know the premise of it, right? Right, yeah. It's like my favorite thing because literally from 1 o'clock until about 7, because whenever the four 425 games go final, there's not a timeout. There's not a break. There's no time to go get another drink. Right. It's just it's wide open. Bang, 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 bang. If a team's in the red zone, that's the game they're at. They'll go triple box. The only thing that's weird is, like, if you have a game that you're interested in, you probably need to watch it independently because you're never guaranteed to see the or hear the sound of your game if you want it. It's just basically like you can watch everybody in the red zone. There was something like 74 touchdowns, and I saw every one of them yesterday. Oh, my god! Well, I'll take that back. I didn't see the second half Cowboys, uh, the nightcap game, right. the, the Cowboys-Rams game. Uh, I didn't see that score, but other than that, I saw every touchdown yesterday. Wow, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. That excited would be about fun. That I'm would pretty be excited fun. about it. But yesterday, you you know, you talk about what what is uh, what is the restart football tonight's. Of course, going to have the Steelers, Giants, Titans, Broncos. Uh, but Thursday night saw the Chiefs uh, defend their championship for the first time, 34 to 20 over the Houston Texans. But then Sunday, uh, it was. It was probably like in, in both both sets, one, the one o'clock games and the four o'clock games. I mean, it was like one quarter in, and everybody had scored. Right. You could really tell there there had not been preseason games. People had little little quirks, quirks, and that was that was cooked up in quirks, all in one word. Uh, but anyway, um, that they had some some schemed out things that they were able to do, and it was pretty fun to watch. Seahawks Falcons. Uh, Seahawks, you know, they they updated their unis just a few years ago, and the Falcons renewed theirs this year. Yeah, the Falcons look. So oh. I love the helmet. Yeah. Didn't like the jerseys, pants. Yeah. Like, uh, you do you you remember Fubu? You no. probably don't remember no, Fubu. No. You should Google it. It was a brand that that was big time back when I was in high school. Like you had to go to Knoxville and get it. And for a little for a young guy in Newport, that's a long way. And uh, and now you can buy it at Walmart. But anyway, they kind of look Fubu esque, Fubu esque. Yeah. yeah. But I love the helmets. But nonetheless, the helmets didn't get them a win. The Seahawks get them and get them early, thirty eight to twenty five. Russell Wilson uh, has four touchdowns, uh, and just really, uh, he looked crisp. And a yeah. guy who's played very well, had a Super Bowl championship, but yet to be a league MVP, uh, he may be putting his name in that hat uh, this season. The Bills. Knocked down the Jets. Uh, that's that's another good start for the Bills. Josh Allen both led them in passing and rushing. Uh, he counted for three touchdowns, 312 passing yards, 57 rushes or 57 rushing yards on 14 carries. So the Bills off and running. The Bears come back and defeat the Lions. Yeah, that's something else. Mitch Trubisky probably had his best night's sleep in the NFL last night. He it was 23 to six. Um, Mitchell didn't have that great great of a game until then. He started airing the ball out, hitting his passes, and they started coming back. And did you know, with 10 seconds left, the Lions, they were in the red zone. I think they were at the 10-yard line. They threw the ball to I, I can't DeAndre remember. Swift. DeAndre Swift. Is in that who dropped of, it? In and out of his hands. It was a Georgia player to a I Georgia player. I did not player. know that Matthew Stafford threw it to DeAndre Swift. Well, yeah, it went 
it was that there's no there's no excuse for that. That was so, in his hands for a solid three, four seconds, and he dropped it. My wife literally said, they're going to be in the doghouse. I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She did it on purpose. She, that funny. was funny as could be. DeAndre Swift played at Georgia. Matt Stafford Dang, played at last Georgia. Last year, and he's starting too. That's cool. That's a, that's a good – he's a great player. He just yeah. he just thought about the touchdown before he, he can, can got the catch in. Man. Uh, Packers defeat the Vikings 43-34. to It's like they're looking in a mirror. Aaron Rodgers throws for nearly 404 touchdowns. Uh, the guy – I think he broke up with his girlfriend, so you better be ready for a good season. That seems to be when he's at his best is when he's just coming off a breakup. But 43-34, the final – Patriots and the Cam Newton era gets off to a good start, 21-11 to over the Dolphins. Uh, Cam rushes for two touchdowns in the Patriot debut. Foxborough hadn't seen a quarterback like him, and uh, and I thought he I thought he owned that offense pretty well. He did, yeah. I mean, it is the Dolphins, so I mean, you, it it hey, was fits kind of magic a close game. though. Yeah, he threw uh, two picks in the first half. Yeah, three three overall. Yeah, yeah he was twenty overall. for thirty, and I'm not sure that three of those 20 were not to the other team. I think that's a completion, right, nonetheless. Yeah, and you know, they didn't even they didn't put two in. I thought they would have tried two out, but they didn't. I think he's still injured. I think he's still a little dinged up. Yeah, man. Uh, the Washington football team gets their first win post-Redskins name, 27-17 to over the Eagles. Uh, Carson Wentz had 270 and two touchdowns, but not enough as the uh, Washington football team move ahead in the Ron Rivera era. Uh, Raiders 34-30 to winners over the Panthers. Uh, another one of those you kind of thought the late in the game when they needed a few short yardage carries, they don't give it to Christian McCaffrey. That kind of blows yeah. my mind. The Jags take down the Colts 27-20. Ravens over the Browns 38-6. to Some things even COVID won't change. The Browns are still the Browns. Uh, the Chargers uh, take one away from Joe Burrow. Uh, 16 to 13. Uh, Joe Burrow had a good day, just not good enough to get over uh, why they had the number one pick a year ago. Uh, Chargers get the victory, 16 to 13. Saints beat the Buccaneers. Tom Brady start in Tampa, 0 and 1. Uh, Alvin Kamara, yeah, with two big touchdowns, 34 to big 23, win. the big final. Uh, Cardinals defeat the 49ers 24-20. to Kyler Murray looked good yesterday oh, he did. As, he, uh, as he was the leading rusher in the game, 91 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries. And in the nightcap, opening up SoFi Stadium in L.A., that place it's is awesome, awesome looking. Awesome looking. That roof, oh, my gosh. Well, and the thing is, it's it's in the heart of L.A. It's right there in Hollywood. It's just It was meant to be good. They had to dig it 100 feet in the ground. Did you hear that? that? Yeah. Just to clear because planes fly over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that's interesting. But nonetheless, the boys in their throwback unis uh, do what the boys have been doing. Uh, they did not get it done. 20 to 17 is the final. Uh, Jared Goff threw for 275. Zeke ran for almost 100. But Robert Woods crossed the century mark on six catches. And really, uh, really everything got done in the first half. Yeah. I watched the game until halfway through the third quarter, and I don't feel like I missed anything. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you did. <laughs> So that's a that's a jam packed Monday edition. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know how we got it done. We had to cut the cut the countdown, but nonetheless, I'll spoiler alert: it's eleven days tomorrow till it's football time oh, in Tennessee. Is. We will talk eleven. We will talk Justin Hunter. We'll talk anybody who's wore eleven, and we'll talk down what is going on with the Vols. I'm sure we'll talk to Pruitt today. 
and see what happens. All righty. But, hey, you've listened to the Monday edition. Thanks, Carson, for coming in. Give him six podcasts. Check it out anywhere you you have it. But, yeah, he'll be back Wednesday. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care. Be safe. And, yes, grind on.